0: Listeners are advised that the following PSA CPSU podcast contains stories that some may find distressing. If you or someone you know are affected by similar circumstances, please contact Lifeline on 13 14.
1: <laughs> the chairperson of the prison officer's vocational branch, we have two prison officers that are going to discuss mental health and their role within corrective services and their day-to-day incidences and how they think that mental health could be better managed in corrective services.
0: This is Jim Minns, communications officer with the PSA. October is Mental Health Month. Mental Health Month encourages all of us to think about our mental health and well-being, regardless of whether we may have a lived experience of mental illness or not. The theme for this year is Share the Journey. And as such, the PSA podcast is bringing you a series of discussions throughout the month highlighting the mental health of PSA members in a variety of fields. Once again, this episode of the podcast... Will be longer than usual and will often confront difficult scenarios in detail. Yet, we at the PSA CPSU New South Wales believe it to be important to explore these areas in an open and honest platform so as to give hope and guidance to anyone listening that you are not alone, that it is never too late to seek help for your mental health, and that the union has always got your back. As Nicole has just mentioned, on this episode, we're focusing on prison officers in corrective services. And a warning, some of the language used contains graphic and violent imagery. Listener discretion is advised.
2: Well, I find the best part of my job, I love the managing of the inmates, putting them into programs, understanding their mental health, they've had traumatic experiences in their life. That's one of the things, but the camaraderie shit that we've got with our work colleagues—they're not just our friends they're our family. You know, we work with them more than we see our family, and it's our family in blue.
3: The camaraderie um, throughout the whole Corrective Services is um, really good. We're a, we're a tight, group, tight, united group. Um, we do support each other in the good and bad times, and we need to do that, and we need to reinforce and we need to talk about the bad times openly to each other.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So we just need to
3: we really need to be doing that like some people just um they say they're okay and you can tell that they're not. Yeah. We just need to be talking having those discussions.
2: You know, we're walking to a very negative atmosphere. So sometimes that's just challenging but then you've got the um you have incidences at work um, there's um you might have a, a use of force and it's um the staff will suffer mental health ptsd from different incidences we have had an increase in staff assaults we're dealing with a lot of violence uh, and it's affecting the mental health of all the staff they
3: are just worn out and burnt out. I have to say that one of the challenges is we have a very strict routine the way we do things, but we're in an envir- environment where it can constantly change in the split second. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can go to work, and it may just can be good that you know their demeanour, but then have mental health issues themselves and change, that impacts on yourself. Um, we have a lot of minor issues that um, we constantly deal with. But those minor issues add up and become big issues and yep. create mental health issues for staff.
0: A study from Washington State University reveals that prison officers have a rate of post-traumatic stress disorder roughly equivalent to war veterans who've served tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. We had an inmate uh, heart attack. Um, myself and another officer and an inmate, uh, we did CPR on him for 20 minutes and we just the three of us just rotated round, one doing the chest pumps, one doing mouth-to-mouth, and the other guy just keeping an eye on his breathing. And we just rotated round. but uh, we got him back to life twice, uh, but we eventually lost him. The kick-start machine couldn't even kick-start him, and the ambulance's kick-start machine couldn't kick-start him. So. As first responders, they are on the front line to emergency situations that regularly occur. Inside the walls of a prison. Currently, the POVB New South Wales are running a campaign entitled "Respect the Risk" that emphasises in detail just exactly what a prison officer can face as a first responder in an emergency. You know, there's been times where I've been sitting in a yard holding an inmate's head together because he's been stabbed. I go back to work next day, smile, hey, how you going? that's, that's the job, really. A healthy mental state is vital to the work of a New South Wales prison officer.
2: It was only a couple of months ago we had an offender who um, collapsed and um, was deceased for 10 minutes and staff had to work on her to give her CPR for 10 minutes and watching my friends work on this inmate and she lived and she's fine but they're seeing the trauma that they went through after the incident had finished. I've still got, they still one off on um, leave because of her mental health from that incident.
3: Um, I'm actually trying to um, work out what my hardest day at work is. I've, I've had a lot over my career. Yeah, well, I suppose I was in the job for two weeks and had a um, inmate murdered in front of me. That was um a bit tough. Um, you know what, I sort of I think I handled it all right because I, I sort of just switched off and but I had um dreams about it for a while. Um, it's, it's a bit hard to talk about actually. I actually went to the movies. Yeah. Straight after take my mind off it. I had to get out and get away to do that, that's how I dealt with it.
2: The strength and effectiveness of the union depends on you and your colleagues standing together. If you work in the New South Wales Public Service and the Federal system, consider joining the PSA CPSU, New South Wales. This movement is striving to make New South Wales and Australia a better place for all working people. United we bargain, divided we beg. Head to psa.asn.au forward slash join. Protect yourself and make a difference.
0: Welcome back to the podcast. For Mental Health Month, the theme is share the journey. We continue with our frank and confronting conversations.
1: And what we don't do is actually talk. You know, we go through the process, okay, who wants trauma counselling? It's just like a tick and flick process. And what I want to see change is these incidences, whether they're minute or not, that we really sit down and start, you know, saying to people, you know, I think you actually need trauma counselling. In some situations, we shouldn't be asking. It just should be, you know, the norm. We we should just be calling them in straight away. But the inmates do get
2: the help that they need. Yeah. So... I was working down in a unit where we had chronic self-harm, like three or four a night, and I seemed to be there that week. It was exhausting. Mm. And the, the psychiatrists would come in, the psychologists would come in and see if they were all right. And then one of the psychologists walking out and said to me, oh, how are you feeling? You know, you've been here every incident. Burst into tears. Mm. And I said, oh, I thought it was all right until you said that. No one come and ask me if I was alright, no bosses, nothing, And until this psychologist said, are you alright? And then I went, oh, no I'm not, and cried my eyes out.
0: Since the theme for Mental Health Month is Share the Journey, the Black Dog Institute have prepared a mental health toolkit with the following advice. If you notice a change in a colleague or team member's behaviour, ask yourself if it might be due to an underlying personal or mental health issue. And if you think this is a possibility, then why not have a conversation? But keep these handy pointers in mind. Choose a time and a place that suits you both. Somewhere private, when you both have time to talk, talk about the changes you noticed and ask if they want to talk about anything. Encourage them to talk, but accept that they might not want to right now. Listen and show that you're listening. Don't jump in with the solution. Find out if they're ready to look for help and if you can help them to do that. And then check in with them after a few days to see how they're going. More information from the Black Dog Institute's Mental Health Toolkit can be found on the Black Dog Institute's website at blackdoginstitute.org.au.
2: Concentrate like they used to be able to. They're mm. so busy. They're so um, traumatized by different events. You know, they can't remember things. They've got, they're losing all their confidence. Yep. You know, so they're, they're um,
1: second guessing. And confidence in a correctional centre is the biggest, is the most important thing that you need. You need to yep. be confident with everything
2: that you do. they're losing confidence. Yeah. They're losing it. Yep. And you know the negative self talk, which you know. I've noticed a lot lately. And, it's that, and that's the signs of mental health issues. You know, that, that we have to step in and say, okay, you might need to talk to somebody.
1: KPIs and budgets are not the most important thing in a correctional centre. It is the staff that work in there and the inmates. And when there's a situation, we need to make sure that the inmates are okay, but we also need to make sure that the staff are okay. So when there's a situation, staff don't want to get told, no, we've still got to keep these inmates out and you've still got to manage them and you've still got to do your reports and all. We have to make sure and slow things down and make sure that when we look after our staff, the inmates are going to be looked after as well. You don't look after your staff, The inmates are not going to be looked after to the best of their ability. And KPIs and budgets should not be part of that process. If you feel valued in your workplace and if you feel as if you are an important part of the team in decision making, in, you know... In being heard, that helps with how you feel about going to work. If you're feeling every day like you're going to go to work, no one's, no one asks me what I think, no one asks me how I feel. Um, you know, it's just on a, on a, it's like a, a mouse on a treadmill, just doing the same thing. And nobody yeah. acts, and you're just a number. Um, you know, it's it's a horrible way to feel. I have noticed since being the chairperson um I get a phone call maybe once a week or or you know a couple of times a week from someone that says to me I can't even look at I have I've shut the door to my uniforms and I can't even look at them they make me feel sick and you know these are officers that are just so um that were productive, that were great officers, and now they're they're just a shell of themselves now that person sitting at home with a family that doesn't know how to look after him or her um and you know we I cannot say mental health for prison officers is you know it is on the increase, we're not doing enough, and We can't, we've got to stop talking about it now, and we've got to start doing something.
0: We wish to thank those PSA members that participated in this difficult yet rewarding discussion. Don't forget to get in touch with Lifeline if any of what you have heard here needs to be addressed in your situation on 131114 This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSACPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minz. Thanks again and you'll hear from us next week.